I will be reading Vampires in the Lemon Grove by Karen Russell for the benefits benefit of my students under fair use for copyright law. Vampires in the Lemon Grove. In October, the men and women of Sorrento harvest the Primo Fiori, or first flowering fruit, the most succulent lemons. In March, the yellow Blanchetti ripen, followed in June by the green Verdelli. In every season, you can find me sitting at my bench, watching them fall. Only one or two lemons tumble from the branches each hour. But I've been sitting here so long, their falls seem contiguous, close as raindrops. My wife has no patience for this sort of meditation. Jesus Christ, Clyde, she says, you need a hobby. Most people mistake me for a small, kindly Italian grandfather, a nano. I have an old nano's coloring, the dark walnut stain peculiar to southern Italians, a tan that won't fade until I die, which I never will. I wear a neat periwinkle shirt, a canvas sun hat, black suspenders that sag at my chest. My loafers are battered but always polished. The few visitors to the lemon grove who notice me smile blankly into my raisin face and catch the whiff of some sort of tragedy. They whisper that I am a widower, an old man who has survived his children. They never guess that I am a vampire. Santa Francesca's Lemon Grove, where I spend my days and nights, was part of a Jesuit convent in the 1800s. Today, it's privately owned by the Alberti family. The prices are excessive, and the locals know to buy their lemons elsewhere. In summers, a teenage girl named Fila mans a wooden stall at the back of the grove. She's painfully thin with heavy black bangs. I can tell by the careful way she saves the best lemons for me, slyly kicking them under my bench that she knows I am a monster. Sometimes she'll smile vacantly in my direction, but she never gives me any trouble, and because of her benevolent indifference to me, I feel a swell of love for the girl. Fila makes the lemonade and monitors the hot dog machine, watching the meat rotate on wire spigots. I'm fascinated by this machine. The Italian name for it translates as carousel of beef. Who would have guessed at such a device 200 years ago? Back then, we were all preoccupied with visions of apocalypse. Santa Francesca, the foundress of this very grove, gouged out her eyes while dictating premonitions of fire. What a shame, I often think, that she foresaw only the end times, never hot dogs. A sign posted just outside the grove reads, Cigarette pie, heat dogs, granite drinks, Santa Francesco's Limonata, the most refreshing drink of the planet. Every day, tourists from Wales and Germany and America are ferried over from cruise ships to the base of these cliffs. They ride the funicular up here to visit the grove. 
to eat heat dogs, which speckly brown mustard and sip lemon ices. They snap photographs of the Alberte brothers, Benny and Luciana, teenage twins who cling to the trees, wooden supporters, supports, and make a grudging show of harvesting lemons, who spear each other with trowels and refer to the tourist women as vaginas in Italian slang. Buono Sera Virginas, they cry from the trees. I think the tourists are getting stupider. None of them speak Italian anymore, and these new women seem deaf to aggression. Often I fantasize about flashing my fangs at the brothers just to keep them in line. As I said, the tourists usually ignore me. Perhaps it's the dominoes. A few years back, I bought a battered red set from Benny, a prop piece, and this makes me invisible, sufficiently banal to be hidden in plain sight. I have no real interest in the game. I mostly stack the pieces into little houses and corrals. At sunset, the tourists all around begin to shout, look, up there. It's time for the path of the Pipistrelli and Pazziti, the descent of the bats. They flow from cliffs that glow like pale chalk, expelled from caves in the seeming billions. Their drop is steep and vertical, a black hail. Sometimes a change in weather sucks a bat beyond the lemon trees and into the turquoise sea. It's 300 feet to the lemon gross, grove 600 feet to the churning foam of the Tyrrhenian of the Tyrrhenian at the precipice they soar upward and crash around the green tops of the trees oh the tourists shriek delighted ducking their heads up close the bats spread wings are alien membranes fragile like something internal flipped out. The waning sun washes their bodies a dusky red. They have wrinkled black faces, these tiny, these bats, tiny like gargoyles or angry grandfathers. They have teeth like mine. Tonight, one of the tourists, a Texan lady, with a big strawberry red updo, has successfully captured a bat in her hair simultaneously crying real tears and howling, Take the goddamn picture, Sarah! I stare ahead at a fixed point above the tress and light a cigarette. My bent spine goes rigid. Mortal terror always trips some old wire that leaves me sad and irritable. It will be whole minutes now before everybody stops screaming.